0: Sometimes, like, it, it helps to get out, right? And I think part of so my grandfather was born in, like, he was born on the bar of the Minnissing Hotel in Minnesota, and that was in 1913. I think he... When,
1: when people were just born
0: on bars. Yeah, was, exactly. uh, I think was, I think he went to New York a couple times, but other than that, did not leave East Stroudsburg until... 1989. So he was almost wow. he was like in his 70s before he left East Stroudsburg. When you don't leave your place, you don't—you don't get a chance to see how special it is. And that's one thing that I've seen. You know, I came back. I left at Pennsylvania. I came back here. I left again. I came back. And I travel and I travel for work. And there's there's a little bit of that. Like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we had this? Or wouldn't it be cool if we had that? But then you come back to like what is great about your place.
1: Hello and welcome to Leah Valley Would Love podcast. I am your host, George Wacker. Today we are talking with Allentown mayoral hopeful, Matt Turk, he's the former vice president of the Leah Valley Economic Development Corporation. We talk about his path from East Stroudsburg to Colorado to South Carolina, back to Allentown. Why'd he come back to Allentown? What's interesting here? Uh, he fell in love with it by running through the streets. This is always interesting to hear stories like that. He is a Yakos guy, I believe, which is probably a good idea. Uh, but on a more serious note, we talk about the future of the city, what we should embrace about it, what makes the city unique. This is a lot of fun. I uh, hope you enjoy it. I want to give a very big thank you to our sponsors, the Burke Insurance Agency, who's been with us from day one, Michael Bernadin, Real Estate with Howard Schaefer and Associates, and of course, VentureX. We just shot a live podcast there. we're going to have video of it's going to be audio as well we're going to do a bunch of those in person now as we hope to expand and get back out and yeah i think that's about it hey get in touch with us george at leah valley with lovemedia.com if you are another allentown mayoral candidate who wants to talk to me uh that would be great so without further ado matt turk okay so, Matt, what are you listening to right now?
0: Yeah, at the moment, I'm listening to you. Yeah.
1: Um, well, yeah, um, you know, but like what... And I popped this on you. I didn't tell you to ask, but no, I'm no. just
0: curious. I'm, so, I'm a huge podcast guy. I've been listening to podcasts since the days that we actually listened to them on iPods. Uh, I think I started with like... I was listening to Slate, Political Gab Fest a lot then, and I was listening to Bill Simmons like when he was... I yeah. Think, like before The Ringer when he was with ESPN. So podcasts are a huge draw for me the one that i listen to a lot now is the pivot podcast with okay Swisher and scott galloway i have like a no i have a, a podcast rule where i don't listen to podcasts that are two dudes talking to each other for me it's like <laughs> there has to be a woman's voice in the podcast at all times um, sure the one that I really dug. I'm my most, getting, I think, my favorite
1: are, are women podcasts. Come I to think of it,
0: yeah. There's, there's one that's really great called Keep It, which is, I thought was like a Black African American themed podcast originally, but my daughter mentioned she was like, you know, Dad, that's like a it's like a LGBT podcast. I was like, all the better. <laughs> um, that one was like it's it's really good. Uh, it, it's mostly pop culture, but but then you know it's funny like on the music side. I was listening, I was looking at like, you know, Facebook sent you those, those reminders and I was reminded of, uh, I, I did a post like eight years ago about which was the better perfect ending to a record, the clash with London Calling and, or Exile Main Street uh, from The Stones. And I just listened to both of them this morning and I'm like, I think it's The Clash, like that's where I'm at with that one. If out of those two records, I'd probably
1: pick The Clash, but it's um, close. But listening, I, I bring up listening and podcasting. It's interesting to do that because I feel like in the last year, I've listened more mm-hmm. than I ever have before, whether it is a podcast or really focusing on that during a zoom call when you have to be quiet i'm kind of the guy who's always trying to to say something or really i've been collecting vinyl records a lot more too so for me it's i think the theme of that last of 2020 was definitely a lot
0: more listening instead of saying so much you know what's interesting though so and this is something that i'm learning so i have a 16 year old daughter and a 13 year old daughter Mm -hmm. and as i've grown as a parent like we and it's funny because I think this speaks to 2020. One thing that is like it's the the first step in all of that all of that is is listening. But listening alone's not enough, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm learning this as I'm campaigning and running for mayor. Is you have to listen, but you also have to hear people. Like you actually have to hear what they're saying because you can listen but not actually like have any of it transmit, and you're not hearing people. And I think the next, and so I'm hearing a lot of what people are looking for in Allentown
1: Mm -hmm. and the next
0: piece. And I think this is what the country reckoned with a little bit in the wake of George Floyd's murder is understanding what people are saying, right? So first first you got to listen and then you have to hear people and then you have to go that next step and understand where they're coming from. You might not agree with what they're telling you, but you have to at least understand it. And that, that is to me, like, you know we are we keep moving in, in that direction um to i think to all of our benefit without a doubt yeah
1: i think I, it's, you see, see a lot of people who it's tough for them to admit some of those things or have that conversation because it's scary and it you know it's like oh it's, you know you're going to watch me encounter this new belief and it's a
0: frightening thing to do um well, but yeah well, I've definitely seen more of that conversation clearly Yeah. I mean, that's the beauty. I mean, this is how we get better, right? Mm -hmm. We get better when we listen to to different viewpoints and we get better when we challenge our beliefs, right? So whatever you, wherever you start from, when you, when you kind of open yourself up to other people's opinions, it helps you investigate. It helps you interrogate what you already believe. And so, you know, getting out there and kind of, as I've, I've talked to voters and it's like, Here's what I think the you know Allentown needs. And you spend some time talking to people and they give you like a more practical reality, right? And they, they tell you what they're actually looking for. That part, I mean, that's that's a skill, you know. And I think right. that we're all get we're all developing that skill a little better nationally as events kind of force us to.
1: Well, let's get to that, because I'm curious. I read up on your bio. I mean, I knew of you, clearly, but um, read a little, a little more on your website Which anybody can check in the show notes You started in East Stroudsburg Kind of made your way through Part of the United States Met your wife in South Carolina Came back to Allentown You know, I, I think you could say A lot of that travel, that experience Opens you up to a, a lot of things That can help you, but why Allentown? Why end up here And then say, you know, this is where I want to raise my family I have two daughters and, and you want to stick around, you know? It's it's something to be to, to go into. Particularly, this mayoral race is going to be pretty wild. You know, what is it? W- why do you want to do this so badly? What is it about Allentown?
0: So I ended up in Allentown by uh, I, so. There's like there's a very long version and there's a slightly long, <laughs> shorter. Whatever version. you want, I'm in. So I mean, love these so stories. <laughs> so I I was born in East Stroudsburg, right? Mm-hmm. And the joke that I always tell is we moved to colorado when i was nine which was after third grade and third grade this is like 1983 you learn in like pennsylvania history class how to spell monongahela and once you have that skill it's not transferable it means nothing outside of pennsylvania so i always had to come back to pennsylvania uh when i as soon as i graduated from high school i moved to to philly uh -hmm. to try that out didn't pan out went back to colorado ended up back at ruckers camden a year later and just kind of stuck in philadelphia for a while always with that like identification with eastern pennsylvania when i i met i actually went to washington state to live with my person the person who's now my wife mm-hmm. and we ended up in south carolina but i always had that like how am i going to get back to pennsylvania and when i went to grad school uh the opportunity, there was an opportunity coming out of grad school, which was, okay, I could go back to, I, was, I went to undergrad in Charleston, and I was working in Charleston in economic development with the Chamber of Commerce, and I'd gotten to know uh, somebody who was connected to, uh, somebody who was going to redevelop a part of the Charleston uh, uh, Navy base. And there was like a 50% chance of a job there. Alternatively, there was an opportunity in Bangor, in the slate belt to mm-hmm. work for a billboard company that was owned by uh, New York and Boston private equity. But the actual billboard company was in Panama. And I was like, well, this is an interesting choice. My grandparents were still in East Routberg. So I was interested in that. I really loved Charleston, but my wife was eight months pregnant. And we were like, okay, well, let's do the billboard thing. Cause that's a hundred percent certain. And I know I'm going to be able to right. do that. So we ended up I was a you know a city guy. Like I'd been in Philly, and we'd lived in Charleston, South Carolina, and we'd been in uh, Bellingham, Washington, near Seattle. And I just wanted to be in a city. So when we were looking for a home to buy in 2004, we were like just full on blinders, like just show me stuff in cities. And we you know we had a realtor who was like, "Aren't you interested in this nice suburb over here?" No, to- and we're like, "Nope, just give me the city." And so we looked at houses all over Allentown. Ultimately, we found this beautiful house in old Allentown on 11th street and moved in and absolutely loved living there. The best taco place in Allentown is on 12th and Turner. We'd go there like every, at least twice a week. There was an awesome. You're allowed,
1: you're allowed to shout it out. Cause oh, I didn't know. Oh, places. it's
0: La Placita, uh, yeah. La Placita, Mexico with uh, George and Ana, which the best tacos in the city by far. Um, best tacos in Lehigh Valley, I'd say. Uh, and, and there were, at that point, Cal Thai, which is now 1,001 Thai or 10-ton 10 Thai or something like that in Easton, the original owner of that uh, was a guy named Howie, who is in who is on 12th in and, and Linden at the time, just had like this great eclectic like downtown, right? And mm-hmm. we just totally fell in love with Allentown. We didn't think that we were going to be here forever. We thought like, okay... You know, my wife's pregnant, she'll have the baby, we'll like, move on to the next bigger city. But Allentown, we completely fell in love with this city.
1: The Burke Insurance Agency is family owned and operated since 1986. What else happened in 1986? Haley's Comet flew by and that was pretty cool. The Burke Insurance Agency is located at 3446 Freemansburg Avenue in Bethlehem Township, and they represent Erie, Grange, and Progressive Insurance Companies. Tom and Kathleen are some of the nicest people in the Lehigh Valley, for real. They actually get to know their customers and care for them as if they were part of their own family. It's how a small business is supposed to be. They're also community-minded and support many nonprofits, which they are very passionate about. Give them a call at 610 691 Three seven four three, or find them on Facebook. Everything again is in our show notes. Don't wait around like Haley's comment. Call Burke Insurance
0: today. Um, we ended up so uh, another baby came along, and I couldn't do international travel anymore because uh, it was just like too hard to have two kids and do and travel to Panama. Yeah, I have one, and I can barely travel down the street. So I'm <laughs> exactly. <fine. laughs> yes. So at that point, we, we ended up, I met someone through the, it's like one of these like amazing kind of coincidental stories. Our older kid was at Grace Montessori, which is on Ethan uh, Linden uh, in the parking deck. And we met, like my kid introduced me to another kid's parent who who I started talking about urbanism with. And she's like, you have to meet this person uh, who would, would totally get what you're saying. And that person ended up hiring me at the Allentown Economic Development Corporation mm-hmm. in 2008 to work on turning Allentown around. So when I moved here in 2004, like Allentown was, it was, you know, I, I didn't know. I loved my corner of Allentown. I loved what I saw there. We loved like our various different trips through the city and getting to know places like the the farmers market. Um, but we were like center city focused. Uh, when I was hired in 2008, Allentown had just, it was Ed Plowski's first term. Allentown was struggling a lot with crime and with poverty and those types of things. And Ed seemed to have turned it around a little bit. And we were part of that that early team. Uh, I worked at Allentown Economic Development Corporation. This was like the beginning of the global financial crisis. So I was, it seemed like a crazy time to get into the business. Did,
1: that, did you have anything to do with the bridge works? or that...
0: Yeah. That, yeah, because that space is... It's awesome, right? I, I I wish I could say that I had something to do with like the aesthetic vision there. That right. is, I would attribute that to Scott Unger and his like attention to detail. But like
1: those types of spots, you know, like reutilizing things in a smart way that is keeping the history of it. I mean, I know there's a million different things, but that just to me is one of the things I I knew of you yeah. of. Like that's what I knew of you of.
0: So it always stuck out to me. Yeah. Well that was that that spot. So we One of the things that we did when we got there is Scott and I focused that facility on making stuff. We believed in making stuff in cities. We thought that was a thing. like we, we Cities had a history of being urban manufacturing centers. And I got involved in through ADC in a variety of different things that focused on making stuff in Allentown. We felt like a, a manufacturing job was a great job and we should make those available in Allentown. We also did... So one thing that I worked on at the Bridgeworks was the first co-working space in the Lehigh Valley, uh, which is now kind of evolved and is a beautiful spot in the Bridgeworks. I worked on the development of a maker space with a group called Make Lehigh Valley, which I think I saw something that they just got a huge grant from PPL to do STEAM education there. Like we had these kind of unusual out of the box ideas that we could try in a place like Allentown because it's like, it rewards innovation, right? We mm-hmm. can try something and hey, you you gotta try. You gotta try it. Like, why not? And and again, to to preserve the the history of that Mac plant. I love the story. That was Mac Plant Four A, which Mac was like the first corporate headquarters to move from Brooklyn to to the Lehigh Valley in Allentown. So I always told that Mac story. Like, hey, there's a path for moving your operation from New York to to Allentown. I tell that story in New York all the time. Um, but it was it was awesome. I, I love my years there.
1: And, and do you, you have that international background, um, without going too much into it, you know, do, do you see that as a, a future for the area in terms of outside people, outside people, outside companies and people looking at this area to either come into, I know everybody says warehouses, warehouses, but some of that tech, you know, some of that, um, some of those co- uh, companies who would want to come to a downtown space to have a tech uh, space, do you see that as something that could be happening
0: too. I mean, we're in a big transition period now with uh, with the way that people are using offices, so it's hard mm-hmm. to say how those international companies are going to occupy office space. Yeah. But when I look at the the city and the region, there's already a strong uh, international presence here, and it has been for a long time, going back to the steel. Um, there's it continues to like B Braun is, has a, a long history here in the Lehigh Valley manufacturing. Uh, you've got companies like Paul Ram, which is out uh, toward the, the western edge of uh, Lehigh County, that is an Israeli com- manufacturer. Uh, there's a company called uh, Air Leaked, which I think is known as Voltaics, or was known as Voltaics, and an uh, Upper Mount Bethel that is a French-owned company, like international companies have a great relationship with this region. When I actually moved from AEDC to the Lehigh Valley Economic Development Mm -hmm. Corporation uh, after five years at AEDC, when I was at LBDC, I started off doing data and research. And one of the things that I looked at was a number of international companies that we had here. And when I moved on to become the VP of Economic Development there, I had a big belief in our ability to attract international business. We had just landed a Chinese, uh, like four, like, a plastic cutlery manufacturer that was very interested. I went to China in 2017 to recruit investment. I visited a handful of companies while I was there. Uh, my boss Don Cunningham went to France a couple of years before that in Germany and was able to attract a French baked goods manufacturer here. I, I thought there was a huge opportunity for an international and then not to get too right. political, but but Trump happened. Sure. And all of a sudden, all of these conversations that I was having with international companies just dried up almost overnight. They're like, "Look, we just aren't doing it." And and what I re- I think what we can do, what we'll see now with a, a hopefully returned America return to strength on the international scene, or at least return to strength is the right way to put it. An open America is that companies will continue will yep. return their interest in investment. Now,
1: I think it was the LVEDC that did like it was a billboard campaign or something to the effect where it was a, Hey, did you know that? Yeah. Was this your campaign? Did you know that XYZ was created here? I forget all of them, but they're like the Yankees pinstripes or something like that are created in Lehigh Valley because there is that, even though the, the Lehigh Valley is so international, you still have that strong sense of, of, um, Place. We're trying of home. I guess is yeah. a way to put it. Well, it's where there,
0: that came 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 out of me. Like I was I was always like telling Don, like, Hey, did you know that blah blah blah? Or like my first job there was data and research. So I was like I was throwing him over things like, Hey, do you realize how big the economy is in the Lehigh Valley? Like it's bigger than the state of Vermont. And I I was just like sending him white papers all the time. And he, but it makes you think. Yeah. Well, and he was like, Why don't we do this? Is like. He, he was like, let's do it this campaign. Like, let's tell our first task in at LVDC was getting the Lehigh Valley and some level to understand its significance. I think that one thing that we have here, and you can see that with like majestic and the pinstripes on the Yankees was that there's times where like, we kind of think of ourselves as like not being as great as we are. Right. Oh,
1: All the time. Like, all the yeah.
0: time. We beat ourselves. We, and I don't know, you know, I don't know exactly what it is. It it's self-loathing. Sorry. Yeah. Well, and it's like a, its an Eastern Pennsylvania kind of self-deprecation. Like you're supposed to. I was just talking about it's like you—you you want to
1: hate where you live for some reason. I, I don't know. I, it's that crab mentality. Do you know what I mean? Where, you know, where if you see like if there's somebody doing good, you know you don't want them to really do good because then you're gonna have to do good, and you know so it's just like come down with us, come down to miserable land, and hang out here, uh, but. You're seeing more and more, we've been doing work with the DBA and Bethel, just more and more of that. We're just going to be positive, and, and if you're going to be negative, great, but we're going this other way, and we're not going to waste our energy on you. Well, and it doesn't have to be like, over, so I remember
0: early in my days at Allentown Economic Development Corporation, we were working with a guy named Bob Wood, who would, he had something called, he, he would ask us to just boast about Allentown all the time. And he was really fighting this campaign to like, let's get people to be proud of this place. And he got knocked a little bit for being like a, just like a too much of a cheerleader for Allentown. And you know I, I don't think there's anything wrong with being a cheerleader for a place that you love, right? Like I would get out and just tell everybody about this amazing place. It, it's not for everyone, right? Like, right what we yeah. love about this place it's like when you describe like when you talk about how awesome the Allentown farmers market is and it's like when you describe it, it's like, okay. I want you to imagine a place where, like, there are senior citizens who are haggling over the price of food that's about to go bad, and it's in a drafty, you know, form like former agricultural hall. People would be like, Why would I be interested in that? But you well, it's next to there's a wine shop in there, and there's next to the candy shop, right? Right, (laughs) we need to get a PRP. This is
1: the most amazing place. They absolutely go bananas for it. It's right because if you think, like, say you were in the regular Lehigh Valley, persons in Denver, you know, and and then you hear you overhear somebody talk about Allentown, you would be so proud. You know, that's not an opportunity then where you're like, I hate it. Right. You're, you're gonna you're gonna be like, no, it's great. We got the Iron Pigs. We got this and that. Um, it's it's an interesting I think psychology, but on Facebook you'll you'll comment how much you l- hate living there. So I don't know. It's it's interesting
0: in that way. I, well, it's not. I mean, so one of the things that I've that I've done and what I working at LBDC toward the at the end the, my past five years there was telling people around the country about this amazing place, right? So I got to do it over and over and over again, and I started to explore like different medium media for doing that. Like I was my favorite thing to do was like when somebody made an announcement about like like Snap made an announcement about establishing a headquarters in New York and I was like well mm-hmm. you could have done the same thing in, New- in in Lehigh Valley for a fraction of the cost and have better access to this that and whatever and just keep like peppering at really? the, Did the CEO of Snap
1: from Allentown I think really I think so wait i got to check that because I'm going to it's going to bother me <laughs> CEO of Snap Allentown or at least at one point huh. maybe not there's a, You you get that? Like, we'll move on. I'll find this later. All right. There, there's somebody, somebody high up was, yeah, they're from downtown. Yeah. But yeah, I want to keep going. So you're here now. What are... We, we talked about Center City, and I think that's one of the things when, you know, people do want to focus on anything negative. It's that maybe there is too much focus on Center City. But downtown is a, a, a city and neighborhoods, you know the West end is one of the most interesting places in the Lehigh Valley to go. One of the, probably the nicest, you know, what, what do you say about that? That do you think we have to look at Allentown as a whole? Are there things that we're not looking at? I mean, this is a very open-ended vague question, but I'm just trying to say that maybe we are focusing too much on center
0: city. So that's one of the things that I've discovered. So I'm, I, the, when I kind of, kind of got this idea that I'd like to run for mayor of Allentown, it was while running. So I'm a marathon runner. Um, okay. I run a lot like I run and and I run a lot from my house I live uh off uh, like on off Hamilton Street uh, 16th and Walnut Mm -hmm. and from there like I'll have to find I have to like track little routes that will keep me you know sometimes I have to put 20 miles in in, during training and so Mm -hmm. I try to figure out like okay how can I get 20 miles in the city of Allentown so I would do that I've done that for years and I can remember on a long run I was running in like I must've been running on the East side somewhere and thinking like, I love this place. Like East side is so great. And you just have time to yourself in your head. And I was thinking like the the East side needs more love. Like we need to recognize all the cool things over here. And then it it goes from there. But but now I'm doing a, like as part of this campaign, I was like, I need to see every part of the city. So there's 423 miles of streets in Allentown and I'm running every (laughs) single one of them. I'm gonna run down every half. Wait, sorry, have you started? Are, are you in the process? Yes, I'm, I don't know how many miles in I am. I've got a map right. on my website uh, where you can see cool. like all of the the streets that I'm covering. I'm keeping it updated, but but what, so when you do it, when you're out and running all these streets, is you see all of these like hidden gems that nobody gets to appreciate, right? And to me. For the longest time, Allentown has been so focused on Santa City and even in the West, like the West End's absolutely awesome. But when you get over to the South Side, like I was running past the Humane Society uh, on Dixon and, Mm -hmm. and and Trout Creek. It's just like, it's so awesome. And there's even like the cool little restaurants that you'll find in, on the East, like on Union Boulevard, there's an awesome Burmese place called Pacific Palm Bistro that's just like we have Burmese food in the Lehigh Valley. This is like, the only
1: the, the, the best foe is on there too. I think. Or yes. fa, I'm sorry. Number one
0: five. Whatever. Gonna, it's yeah. but, that's, what, on, Union. that's on, on Union too. There's a there's the awesome the vegan butcher is there. There's a really good uh, Dominican bakery um, on uh, called Luna Bakery on Union Boulevard. Like there's all of these awesome things about the whole city that don't get wrapped in enough and don't get that don't get promoted enough and they're what make this place special right like it's 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 those unique things that make us great and it's the and it's a it's an appreciation for those unique things and a love for those unique things and a willingness to like get out and explore and see what's going on there there's there's tons to love about and and i think so this applies in allentown but it also applies to the the whole lehigh valley right we are like we tend to focus on little on parts of our region or parts sure. of our city and and there's a whole other thing going on you just have to get out there and explore and and break down the parochialism a little bit like i think that there used to be there's a point in time where people looked at like the east side almost as a separate city or like the south side almost as a separate city in the same way that people tend to look at other parts of the Lehigh Valley is like, oh, well, that's the slate belt or that's whatever. And I think we, we can unify around some ideas.
1: Yeah, I don't know the answer to this, but it, I, I find this fascinating. Geography, I find fascinating because here you can be in Catasaqua or... Um, you know to Allentown and what I don't know ten minutes yeah. but they can be so different and then I look at and I can't say it for true but you look in some western areas like in Arizona or something and I wonder if they have that that sense of hometown and I'm ga- guessing no so it's interesting that we're such a you know the Lehigh Valley kind of needs it, each other but we're still so independent
0: yeah it's we, interesting. Forget, we forget that, that like we're all I think in part because we're like I don't. I don't know what it is either. All I know is <laughs> that we we have like we beat it. We, we end up beating ourselves up when there's a lot to unify us, right? And and it's sometimes like it, it helps to get out, right? And I think part. Of, so my grandfather was born in like he was born on the bar of the Minnesota Hotel in Minnesota. And that was in 1913. I think he... When,
1: when people were just born on bars. Yeah, so exactly. like,
0: I think he, I think he went to New York a couple times, but other than that, did not leave East Stroudsburg until 1989. So he was almost, wow. he was like in his 70s before he left East Stroudsburg. And then he came to Colorado to visit us out there, but... You, you when you don't leave your place you don't imagine, you don't get a chance to see how special it is and that's one thing that i've seen you know i came back i left at pennsylvania i came back here i left again i came back and i travel and i travel for work and there's there's a little bit of that like oh wouldn't it be cool if we had this or wouldn't it be cool if we had that but then you come back to like what is great about your place and this place is i say this all the time like I've I lived in Boulder, Colorado, i lived in Charleston, South Carolina, I lived in the Pacific Northwest between Vancouver and Washington. When I'm talking about how much I love this place, it's based on experience with some other amazing places, right? And I've, I've chosen, like, I think this place has something amazing, something special about it that's on par with those other places. It's different without a doubt, but there's there's an amazing quality to this place that, that you know it's and it's why like i've dedicated my family is here my kids are like lehigh valley kids right they they want to go out and see the world but they love it here
1: well i think that's part of it like even the the most sought after places on earth you know if you don't travel from them if you live in los andos your whole life that's maybe a little bit more exciting than living in east Strasbourg your whole life but it's the same ethos of you need to see other places to appreciate And maybe you, maybe you wind up in those other places, but for, you know, those who return and it's, you can, you have a better appreciation. And I also think you have a better appreciation when you're stuck inside of it too. You know, we've been planning out all these other places we want to go, you know, after post COVID and you kind of think, you know what though? I really want to go to something that steel stacks though. Yeah. Like I want to get that ticket first before we go to Nashville or something. Like maybe we've been underappreciating some of these things. Maybe you know, like we've had that discussion.
0: Well, you you know, this is the thing that happens to people who live. So I lived in Philly, I lived in Charleston, and you live in these historic places that have amazing like sightseeing destinations, and you never go there until you have visitors, right? Right. I didn't. We. I lived in Philly for years and never went and saw the Liberty Bell until somebody from the West Coast came to visit me, and they're like, we need to see the Liberty Bell. And I was like, oh, okay. And it was oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Looking for a bigger home, find Mike. Looking to downsize, find Mike. Looking for a home in the Poconos, find Mike. Looking for your very own bat Cave? find Mike. When looking to navigate the Lehigh Valley real estate market, the first move is to always find Mike Bernadine with Howard Schaefer and Associates of Remax Real Estate. He can help you build the right game plan to achieve all your real estate goals. Whether it be a home with 10 bathrooms, a home with a large garage to park your Tesla or vintage Ford Pinto, or just something perfect for you and your family, finding Mike Bernadine is always the best way to go. So what are you waiting for? To make all your Lehigh Valley real estate dreams come true, all you have to do is find Mike Bernadine with Howard Schaefer and Associates of RE-MAX Real Estate
0: we have that's one thing I encourage people in 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 the Lehab Alley in Allentown, like there are so many cool things, like the Mac History Museum. I mean, some of the stuff is closed because of COVID now, but like right. you wouldn't you might not think about going to the Mac History Museum because you don't have somebody visiting you who hasn't seen it before or like the Martin guitar museum is like sure. that's one of the greatest places on earth. We've been doing a series with uh Leah
1: Valley Passport to History. So I've been learning all these new places, and you know, we I'm hosting it and still learning all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm going, and when we're done, we well, we have out
0: here. it's like there's <laughs> the list of things to do in Allentown and in the Lehigh Valley is so long, like you're you will die before you run out of cool stuff to do. Even, right. even if you're varying it up. And we and then you get back to like like we are you know we were like dedicated to those tacos at La Pocita, like every week right when you find something you love you you have a hard time pulling yourself away from it now we've got Union and Finch a couple blocks away and it's like okay well you know how are we going to like mix this up well, and, and then see the rest of the city that's like the
1: fun thing about whenever there's like a lull and I need people to get mad at each other we'll just bring up hot dogs right because <laughs> you're like ah oh, how could you possibly eat it's like all of them are fantastic guys right. The, right. the only reason we're having this conversation Is so we can get riled up But we live in an area that has hot dog stands Where coffee spots should be You know, in a yeah. parking lot Like that's a beautiful thing Like who has that It just, it, you know, a brings it to you
0: I live a couple blocks away from Yako's And it's like, I will never be see, I will never cease to amaze me Like that place is packed
1: Every, Like works Cafe Worst Cafe is a national treasure Henry Salt of the Sea, my wife, if she could eat there, you know, that's our anniversary spot. It? Just, yeah, there's these amazing, amazing places. And they pour, like, the, the hardest drinks in the area, too. I don't <laughs> care. I don't think they even measure. So we always come out of that. I it's the
0: best thing. All those places are, are we just have, like, there's so many cool spots like that. And it's the, this is the, like, it's something you and I were talking about a little bit before we got started. But it's that, like, it's the warts and all thing, right? Like, this is yeah. that's what makes this such a great place is it's like hey and and it's where we've i think gone wrong in the past in our self in our what we're trying to do in allentown is allentown has struggled like w- from from inside uh here in, in the city i think that people in allentown look at like they look at the success that Bethlehem has had and they look at the success the easton has had and like being what they like in branding themselves in a certain way and people in allentown have, have circled around like how do we like? How do we stake out like what Allentown is? And what I keep saying is like, let's just like embrace what we are. Let's not try to move toward being something else. Like let's focus on all these fantastic things that we have now, whatever they might be, right? And recognizing that like, hey, one of our, like one of the treasures of, of Allentown is chocolate milk and hot dogs, right? And like let's wrap our arms around that. It's gonna sound nuts. It's not gonna be the thing that, that attracts like the um, you know what we think is is like the, the, the desirable <laughs> folks from the Denvers or the Miamis of the world, but it's it's like what we are and like when we embrace the when we embrace what we are, this is like an old economic development thing. You can spend time and effort trying to attract new business in. Or you can spend time and effort working on helping your existing businesses. And the reality is that when you make your place awesome for those existing businesses, those, the new businesses will just naturally want to be there, right? right. So if we focus on celebrating and, and the cool, amazing neighborhoods that are here now and the amazing restaurants that are here now, that will attract other attention, right? Let's focus on the good stuff. Let's build on our assets,
1: and it's just it's such a shame to a degree because I know the stuff that, like the Hamilton Main Street or Hamilton Street District, right? With some of the outdoor festivals that were going on, that clearly you can't run right now. The the, the beer fests and the whatnot, those were uh, the uh, blues, brews, and barbecues. Yeah. Th- those are hits. Those are on par with Bethlehem festivals. Perfect. You know, those are things that people were having trouble getting parking, going to, and you know you just hope that when this when we come out of this, so you're that is able to people remember that and they're like, oh, okay, we're gonna go back to these again because that's, the that's what the the the, the I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off, but that like where the the art district is, like that's really where I feel like so it is going to be so vibrant and exciting.
0: It totally is, and so I know it will because there's awesome partners involved, right? And there there are people who are working on those things that just like they bleed Allentown, right? So elevating the people who just believe this place and love this place, who maybe aren't from here originally, but just like live in like their ride or die Allentown, like that's just that is what gives me confidence that we'll continue to be successful. And it's finding those little like finding those little niche things, right? The best like when you go down Hamilton Street, there are like the 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 little kind of unusual stories that you find. Like there's no chains on Hamilton Street. Like, it's not like you're not going to have a Gap or a Banana Republic or, or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, that's that's the beauty. It was funny. And I don't know how many people appreciate this. Like, yes, there are chains in Allentown. But when that Wendy's, there was, a, a, there was an abandoned Wendy's on, I can't remember what block it was. I think it was on the 700 block of Hamilton Street where the arena is now.
1: I remember and, it. Yes. Yeah, it was, that was. That was like early 2000s though, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. That was like the last hurrah of chains on, on Hamilton. Like we just don't have that here because we've got, we have all our good authentic stuff. You were saying something earlier about what people are searching for. People like we've seen, we see this all the time. Like people are searching for something real and Allentown has like realness all over it. It's just a matter of like embracing our realness. And, and it's, it's not always easy to do because it's like, You know, it's it's letting people in on your family. It's
1: vulnerable, and and you're you know by being a cheerleader to an degree, you're setting yourself up for people going, okay, sure, (laughs) sure. And I get that, but it's also exciting too to where, you know, to be a part of where you're living and to embrace, like, I don't know, it feels better than just worrying about when you're going to go on vacation to Disney World next. And, well, and you put it
0: away. you said, you know, you said something to the effect of, like, or earlier when you were talking, it's like, hey, uh, you might not love this thing, but that's fine. As opposed to yeah. in the past, people were like, if you don't like this, F you, right? Like, we don't have anything to do with you. And that's always, like, it's never great to tell people that they're wrong, Right. Like, you can tell people, like, hey, here's what I believe. And if you don't believe me, I get it totally, whatever. But I'm going to keep working toward the stuff that I love. And, like, keep embracing right. the stuff you love and staying positive, And eventually, the haters turn around.
1: Well, it's funny because they put out the Music Fest. I don't know when this is going to air, but they released a Music Fest poster and it's beautiful. And, you know, you put it out there. The artist is fantastic. And you just know, I'm waiting on Facebook, waiting for a negative comment. And then within 10 minutes, you're like, yep. How can you possibly is this one of those things where it's like this you had to look at this today and, and the sun's shining and you go, yep, I have something bad to say about this. All right, that's fine. But it's just it strikes me as weird. So look, I don't want to talk too much politics, but I I think this is interesting. In your um, race, you've been using a lot of live, you've been going live just on the willy-nilly, you're not even telling people, which is good. Uh, do you I think it's going to be interesting with this election, you know, the possible people in whether they're mayors or, or other politicians on the local level, do you see more communication of this type where it's direct? You know, I, I feel like the disconnect of some of that local um, political activism is because you have to go to that meeting. You have to physically be present at some of these things. I think this makes the barrier to entry to some of that a little easier.
0: It's interesting, so I think that there is still, what I love, one of the things I love about Lehigh Valley in Allentown is that it's big enough to matter, right? And again, this goes back yeah. to thing earlier. It's like,
1: how, many, how many times were the president, you know, the, uh, the Northampton County was on the news cycle, I mean, that was crazy, but yeah.
0: yeah. We're the third largest city in Pennsylvania, it's the third largest metro in Pennsylvania. Like, this is a, a place of importance. But we're also and, and and because of that, there's like resources that you, can be brought to bear to issues. But but what's interesting for somebody in a position like mine is like we're also small enough to wrap your arms around, so you can actually like understand issues here. You can go out and talk to people, right? So you might not like right now they're not having like whatever neighborhood watch group meeting, mm-hmm. but but you can find the people that you want to talk to on Facebook. You can you can still knock on their doors. We have a little neighborhood fair. group. Oh, you know. We have a little neighborhood Facebook group that's
1: just like, right. hey, well, and it was great when uh, the snow was horrible because there were people like, hey, the plow's coming at my address down the street, and so yeah,
0: so that communication. Well, that's the thing, and you can you can connect with people. So it's ultimately like the communication is about how you connect with people, right? And Facebook is one of those mediums, right? There are lots of other channels that you have to use. You have to be modern. You have to take advantage of new technology. So you can you can use Facebook to reach out to people. There are, you know, you can send. I, I've been in favor of the development of a text messaging platform in Allentown to let people know when stuff's happening. Right, so letting people know that there's a big snowstorm on the way and we need to get you off of the emergency <laughs> snow routes. Letting people know, hey, there's a Blues Brews and Barbecue is back on and it's downtown and it's going to disrupt traffic. Letting people know that you know garbage is not going to be picked up at a certain or on a regular schedule because of a, a holiday. Those types of using those tools, using the the traditional media that we have, but also to me, like a lot of it is face to face, like getting out and showing your face and being among people. I'm really I'm huge on like, again, it's in the COVID time, so it's a little different, but I loved like going and knocking on doors uh, for canvassing for Biden. But I've been connecting with people and saying like, hey, let's do like I'm going to take a walk in your neighborhood and we'll walk along. We can be six feet apart we'll be outside and you just show me like what you love about this place. Like show me the things that you love in your neighborhood and then tell me what you think we can do better. And I, like I, I just did a walk on the South side with a resident on uh, near South 4th street. And she showed me like all these cool nooks and crannies. And she's like, here's a problem that we have all the time because you know, we're not getting trapped. You know, there's this apartment owner's particular problem. And like to get out there and walk with people and have some face to face time. Like that's something that I'm absolutely committed to. Like, just being i, I think that I, do, I think we live in it again it's a small enough town i had the experience so working in panama uh panama is a, a country of three million people and the city mm-hmm. of panama is a million and a half mm-hmm. so it's one of those again it's big enough to matter but small enough that you can wrap your arms around it i can remember like if you wanted to go meet the president of the country like you knew that his, he would shop at this certain mall on Sunday afternoons and it's like hey let's like, like I want to go meet Torrijos and you'd like you can just go see him right and I think we can do that in a place like Allentown like just count on hey the mate like I'm gonna I'm giving away some policy points but like I'm going to have open office hours in City Hall so once a week I will work for a couple hours from the lobby right so that anybody can come in and just check in I think actually I cribbed that from Donchez in in uh, Bethlehem, I think he was doing something similar, like the doing mm-hmm. regular mayor's walks. Where like I, I'm a, again a runner, but I'm also a walker. Like just getting into neighborhoods, you get my cat's tail now. Um, getting into neighborhoods and and talking to people about their experiences, I think you can connect with people on that level. And I think it's imperative that we use all the communications communications tools that we have. Podcasts, you like you guys are killing it for the. I'm again. I've been a podcast listener forever. We started off with what I'm listening to. Like for the longest time, I was like, I wish there were somebody, I was, I wish there was somebody in the Lehigh Valley who was really like telling Lehigh Valley stories. And between you guys, and I don't want to give too much to. Oh no, uh, yeah, everybody. I, everybody I, every, I, I, any I, podcast I, we're happy with. Yes. Name yeah. them. <laughs> the Ashley Russo podcast is awesome. Absolutely. The yep. really NBA podcast it's, that's fantastic with Tejas. Like all these, it's the, the medium is allowing all these stories to start to get told. I think, like, we just have so many great stories here in the Lehigh Valley. Like, we can tell those too, right? We can use podcasting in City Hall. A lot well, of I think
1: it's, it's, I mean, we're talking, again, I'm not sure exactly this going to be there, but, like, Alden Capital just bought The Morning Call, which is, yeah. you sure. know, doing good anyway, it's not good. You know, I, I wonder if you're going to see more, another one kind of more newsy, and Source is, is an independent news source. I know Josh Popcheck, the owner, and, um, Uh, Hellertown, you know, I think you're going to see more and more, hopefully, of things like this, and and we're not, like, in terms of competition, it's like, sure, I I want people to listen, but I think a network is more important than competition, like, you know, if we have 10 podcasts that are doing stuff weekly, I think that's great, because then you, it's hard to listen to all of them. that would be that would be a blessing
0: so we have there's there's so many talented people again this is like so the the thing that i really fell in love with to go back on like allentown and like why we got sucked in i fell in love with the people here and and i can expand that to really have Alley, but just the people on town are just so awesome there there are so many fascinating stories here there's so many like there are people that you know and, and I just get knocked out, and and the talent of the people here. So, like, particularly within media, like, there's so many people who have these amazing skills that they brought you, and they end up back here for one reason or another, or or they never left. But when you start to move around and kind of like tap the talent that's here, like we've got this incredible group of people that, again, big enough to matter, but small enough to wrap your arms around. Like, you can do great.
1: We had an intern, Allison, who is now. A professional podcaster I guess she, Her first episode Went out on our network And it's better than mine You know And she's a 20 year old College student Here You know Really doubling down on the, the market's there I'm just saying For entrepreneurship In the area is It's exciting If I was 23 And um, Looking into that I, I would Target the Lehigh Valley Because it's less expensive Than some of these areas And you can still do A lot of damage You know Money wise
0: Yeah Without a doubt. I, I felt that for a while. And, you know, there are, we're in a different world now where you can do that type of thing. And I think that's one of the things that the pan, pandemic showed us that you have to listen. But the pandemic mm-hmm. also showed us, and this, this is my own personal like story is, pandemic showed us that it's like time to take risks. Like just, yeah. I, I quit my, I left the LVDC. I loved my job there. I loved what I was doing. I felt well, you
1: said right because you 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 did it because it was the right thing to, to quit if you're going to run right yeah is that yes, yeah it was, right. it,
0: it was it was I I couldn't be I could not run for mayor and have the position that I had so but but it was it was time right like there's it was it was a huge leap it was like oh my god I'm gonna leave my job like I'm not I'm not independently rich wealthy you know like I I needed a paycheck Um, sure but i I said like i'm willing to take a bet on allentown i think that this place like i love what we're doing here i think that i can become mayor in allentown i can i'm willing to put aside you know a paycheck for it because it's this is a full-time job uh without yeah but but it's you know this was like this is the time to take a leap and i've seen so many people around the lehigh valley who are like i'm going to take the risk right like like, what I'm doing is is good, but I've always had this dream, right? And pursuing that dream, like now's the time to do it. Without it, and
1: it's it's interesting because the opportunity's there, and I'm not saying it wasn't there when I graduated. But media itself is so different. It to produce something like this that we're doing now would have taken forever, or the equipment would have been just unreasonable. And now it's just like fire it up and go and you know the fact that you don't need to go to Philly or New York City to right. do that. Um, and then there's places like you know we're sponsored by Venture X in, in South Bethel. Um, that's a spot where you can go and get your stuff done, and you don't have to have the overhead of some crazy office
0: space. Yeah, it's uh, what the, so Venture X is an extension of what I was doing with co-working spaces here in Allentown in 2012 2013. Like we knew, we knew the idea was a sound concept at the time. We didn't think it explode like it has, but now more than ever, like flexible office space, like this is how I think this is how companies are going to occupy space. It's going to make downtowns different for sure.
1: Well, it changes the game a little bit. Like, do that's a substantial that office space, depending on the size of the business you are, especially now if you're a leaner and meaner, uh, you know, and or if it's more gig-based where you have. Like for us, we don't have as many as employees as we have um, vendors, you know. And, and you can do that from a place like VentureX, which is exciting.
0: Yeah. So well, and it, it allows you know people still need people still want to come together, right? Like this is why. Oh we, yeah, I'm like ah. <laughs> we, we we want to see each other. We want to like to yeah. a concert at SteelStacks, or we want to be in an office space with each other in. Go to a hockey game, like come we, on, we want to, go to see hockey. Jeez. We want to come together. We we have to find new ways to do that safely in a new environment. And I yeah. think that there will, like, we have to reconsider the way that we do office space. But I think there's a path forward. And I think that a place like Allentown, again, this is the case that I made to, to bro- you know, since the beginning of this pandemic, I didn't want to dance on the grave of New York much when I was doing it, but I was trying to make the case that like, all the stuff that freaks you out about getting on a train and going into Manhattan every day like you don't have to have any of that here, but you can also at the same time have like cool restaurants, you can have an urban space, right? You've, it feels like a city without some of the awful stuff about a city. So but
1: and in addition to that, you also can if you want commute from here to the, to the larger cities, which right. is even you know so it's like on top of that you, you do have that as well. so yeah, absolutely. Listen, I am, this is fun, and I'm glad that, I, it's always interesting, because we're, you know, clearly talking, you're running for the, the mayor of Allentown, you know, wish the best of luck, and we invite anybody else who would like to come on, please send us a message, you know, um, I, I want to talk to everybody, you know, and it's it's exciting, you know, I can't imagine going through that process, you know, it's so crazy to throw yourself out there, especially now in the, the age of social media, you know, so I
0: um I'd say, I'd say you probably do know what the process feels like a little well, bit yeah. well i so i've am it's like running a startup right like and yeah you, you have a startup and yeah. there, like i didn't know about this stuff before i got into it i knew people who had who had been through it so like you know you, you start a business and you have well that's what i did i took out like Five people
1: to lunch and said, "How did you do this? Because right. I need to know quickly."
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. But so it's like you're kind of like you're you do what feels right. You're you're building on a great. You build a great team to execute on something, and you believe in the product, right? And mm-hmm. so you like, you've done that, right? So it's it's a little different because it's it's in the public eye a little more. Um, yeah, but but if you know, I. I've never had a second thought about, like, is, this has just been, it's been a tremendous experience. I think we really are, you know, the work that I've done uh, here in the Lehigh Valley, bringing jobs and investment, I think I can do that in Allentown. I think we can do better. Uh, we have, you know, I, I would say there's no more passionate believer in this city than me. I'm not from here, but man, do I love this place. I'm not like Tom Cruise jumping on the couch level yet, but... I'm <laughs> hey, and
1: uh, I'm the same way. I, you know, I'm from, like, the... I'm from Holmesdale, the Lake Walpole Park area. I came down here after uh, high school and stayed, and it's... I think that's the beauty of it, too. You know, there is something to be said for being born and raised here, and that's a special thing that people... You know, you can't take that away from them, but I think it's also neat to, that people can come from the outside and say, hey, you know, I love, I love where you're from, too, and I'd like to help it out. So... Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So now is your chance to your how do people get in touch uh with you or learn more and we'll have this in the notes, but if if they're listening now, I want to pop it sure.
0: in. Sure. So org is the website. Uh Matt for is spelled out, uh for mayor org. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, all Matt for Mayor twenty one. Uh you can uh always email me. I'm Again, it's open and accessible. So email me at matt at org. I love talking to people. I do the, the lives on Facebook. We've got a YouTube channel where I'm posting awesome. regular videos about my background. Um, and you can always find me running in the street, right? <laughs> Stop. I run, I'm a, on Sundays, I run anywhere from 10 to 14 miles. So I'm out there for two hours at a time. I'm on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I'm I'm running... Like you if you look up you're gonna Did see. you
1: go out in the snow or are you running in the blizzard? Yes. No problem. Yeah. I mean I like I, I don't yeah, I I went to Moravian for I ran track there. Um and the, the winter runs were always the worst. Like yes. I don't miss them at all. So I'll wait till the spring to hit out again.
0: I, <laughs> hey, I I'm like an all weather like no, yeah. I, I love every I love the rain and the snow and, and the heat, but I just love being out there, right? So sure. it's it's the energy I have a ridiculous amount of energy. And I can't, like this is me with no caffeine. I can't like like, have my morning coffee and take it to to City Hall and and really push Allentown uh, together with everybody in the city toward uh, being a better place.
1: Awesome, well stay on the line. And hey, we wish you all the best. Thank you for coming out. This is a great time to talk and learn more. And like I said with you, it's the same. It's just about learning and and hearing more stories. So, you know, we encourage people to reach out to you and reach out to us.
0: Thank you, this is- it's Matt. Awesome. And thank you guys for the, again, telling the stories of people in the Lehigh Valley is, this has been direly needed for a long time and I can't wait to hear more. All right, thank you.
1: Thank you again to Matt Turk. If you're interested, it's mattformayor.org. Um, good luck to him. This is a really interesting Allentown mayoral race. There's a lot of qualified candidates. Uh, I am very curious how the primary shakes out. Hey, get in touch with us. The links are in the show notes. Um, leotvalleywithlovemedia.com. Uh, shoot us an email, info at com. I'm your host, George Wacker, and we will talk to you soon. Oh, oh, thank you to our sponsors, the Burke Insurance Agency, of course, Michael Bernadette, Real estate, Howard Schaefer and Associates, and of course, VentureX, look for some in-person video type stuff very shortly. Thank you.